Good sixth Sunday of Trinity. Trinity, couple notes before we start. Um, there was a misprint in the schedule. Psalm is Psalm 16 and Psalm 111 today. Um, because it's Sunday and the Lord's Day, we'll do Te Diem and Jubilate. And at the end, we will um, um, end with the, a prayer for Sunday morning and move, because we're expecting to move right into communion. The morning prayer starts on page three. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, Venite, on page 9. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh, to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 16 is on page 357, and then we'll move to Psalm 111 on page 482. Preserve me, O God, for in thee I have put my trust. O my soul, though thou hast said unto the Lord, Thou art my God, I have no good like unto thee. All my delight is upon the saints that are in the earth, and upon such as excel in virtue. But they that run after another God shall have great trouble. Their drink offerings of blood will I not offer, neither make mention of their names within my lips. The Lord himself is the portion of mine inheritance, and of my cup. Thou shalt maintain my lot. The lot is fallen unto me in a fair ground. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. I will thank the Lord for giving me warning. My reins also chasten me in the night season. I have set the Lord alway before me, for he is on my right hand, therefore I shall not fall. Wherefore my heart is glad, and my glory rejoiceth, my flesh also shall rest in hope. For why thou shalt not leave my soul in hell, neither shalt thou suffer thy Holy One to see corruption. Thou shalt show me the path of life, in thy presence is the fullness of joy, and at thy right hand there is pleasure for evermore. Psalm 111 on page 482. 
I will give thanks unto the Lord with my whole heart, secretly among the faithful and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. His work is worthy to be praised and had in honor, and his righteousness endureth forever. The merciful and gracious Lord hath so done his marvelous works, that they ought to be had in remembrance. He hath given meat unto them that fear him. He shall ever be mindful of his covenant. He hath showed his people the power of his works, that he may give them the heritage of the heathen. Works of his hands are verity and judgment. All his commandments are true. They stand fast forever and ever, and are done in truth and equity. He sent redemption unto his people. He hath commanded his covenant forever. Holy and reverent is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do thereafter. His praise endureth forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second half of the thirteenth verse of the fifteenth chapter of the book of Isaiah. He who puts his trust in me shall possess the land, and shall inherit my holy mountain. And one shall say, Keep it up, keep it up. Prepare the way, take the stumbling block out of the way of my people. For thus says the high and lofty one, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him who has a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. For I will not contend forever, nor will I always be angry, for the spirit would fail before me and the souls which I have made for the iniquity of his covetousness, I was angry and struck him. I hid and was angry, and he went on backsliding in the way of his heart. I have seen his ways and will heal him. I will also lead him and restore comforts to him and to his mourners. I create the fruit of the lips, peace, peace to him who is far off, and to him who was near, says the Lord, and I will heal him. Here endeth the first lesson. Adiam Ladamus on page 10. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable, true, and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. 
Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God, in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Thou safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the seventh verse of the second chapter of the second epistle of St. Paul to Timothy. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Remember that Jesus Christ, of the seed of David, was raised from the dead according to my gospel, for which I suffered trouble as an evildoer, even to the point of chains. But the word of God is not changed. Chained. Therefore I endure all things for the sake of the elect, and they also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. This is a faithful saying, for if we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Here endeth the second lesson. Jubilate Deo on page 15. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, who has prepared for those who love thee such good things as past man's understanding, pour into our hearts such love toward thee, that we, loving thee above all things, may obtain thy promises which exceed all that we can desire, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Um, just wanted to mention as, as we are, do that part of morning prayer, I had an opportunity yesterday. I was sitting in the front of St. Matthew's, and there were about 80 people there, and we did morning and evening prayer. And when we do this online, the parts that we repeat, you get Chris, who's a wonderful responder, but it's really good to remember that if there were 80 people behind you responding, it makes you feel like part of a group. And I just wanted to mention, as we do that, or Chris responds or whoever's responding, imagine to yourself 80 to 100 people right there with you saying the same thing. Um, kind of gave me chills as I heard that. It was really a good experience. And I sometimes I forget what that feels like to, to be. I mean, because we're all here and we all see each other on the screen or our names on the screen. But we're all doing this together. And so we're not in it alone. We're in it together. So I've said this before, and I just want to say it again. In um, Te Diem Ladamus, we, um, we mentioned Lord God of Sabaoth. And um, sometimes I think that's a confusing word to confuse it with Sabbath. But Sabaoth is a commander of the armies of the Lord. And so that's who we're, we're um, giving uh, praise to. Just thought I'd put that in. I said it before, but yeah, sometimes you need to hear it again, I guess. So looking at our colic, I look at colics and I see the first part is being a praise to God. And then usually in the colic, there's something uh, we say in sales as an ask. You're asking for something. And we're asking God to pour into our hearts such love toward thee that we, loving thee above all things, may obtain thy promises which exceed all that we can desire. And so one of the themes today is stumbling blocks, because we'll see that in Isaiah. And in the 14th verse of Isaiah, of our passage today, take the stumbling block out of the way of my people. And I think when we think of the people being in captivity and we think of the stumbling block being the, uh, the, the, the country or the, um, the kingdom that has taken them captive. But I was meditating on that a bit and I'm thinking the stumbling block a lot of times is, is our own stumbling block. It's one of our own making. And so we put our own stumbling blocks like, um, you know, I, I need this. I want that. I, I'm really attached to this. There's a lot of things that pull us away from God. So when I look back into our colic and I see that 
to obtain God's promises. And the thing to remember is, is that they exceed all that we can desire. And so what we see here is that uh, if we take away these stumbling blocks in verses 15 and 18, we revive the spirit and we revive the heart. And God um, sends this revival to the humble and contrite. So we come to him in prayer. And in a way, we, as we, we do confession in the afternoon and as we approach morning and evening prayer, we fall on our face to him and we humble ourselves. And it allows him to work in our hearts. In verse 19, it talks about the fruit of, fruit of the lips, which is the message of peace to the whole world. And because we're experiencing that, we then become eligible to, um, to tell others and to uh, be an example of that for others. And the stumbling block continues in uh in the epistle and it's a little bit different because paul's in prison and um and paul clarifies that what happened to him being in prison is not a stumbling block and so that's a message that what's happening in our lives in our temporal lives is not what is the most important thing but what's happening in the spiritual life and so what paul is telling us or telling timothy is he may be chained in prison but the word of god is not chained by any matter and um, so Paul contrasts his imprisonment for the sake of the gospel with the unfettered power of the word of God. So in other words, even though he was he was in prison, he was uh, I think I think you might have read this or heard this, but he was chained to guards. And what was happening, they, you know, guards didn't sit there for 24 hours. They would change guards. And so two guards would come in and, and many times two Christians would leave and then two more guards would come and two Christians would leave. And so the gospel was being preached while Paul was in prison the whole time. And I remember reading uh, Alexander Solzhenitsyn talking about being in the gulag and in the after the Russian Revolution. And he said, you know, they can put my body in prison. They can they can chain me to the wall. They can do whatever they want. But my mind is always free. And I think that's something that we need to remember as Christians. Um, that we don't have to fret about what's going on in this life. We just have to remember that this life is just the beginning of the next one. And there's a doorway we'll go through, but it's also a doorway that Jesus has gone through. And Jesus has come back and said, yeah, this is the way, follow me. So I just wanted to help it. Maybe we keep that in mind as we're going into the sixth Sunday and we're drawing closer to our Lord. So this being um, Sunday, we will do a uh, prayer for Sunday morning and we'll end that way because we'll be going right into communion. O God, who makest us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, vouchsafe us this day such blessing through the worship of thee, that the days to come may be spent in thy service through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Have an excellent sixth Sunday in Trinity. Good to be with all of you. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks again, Chris.